no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. I tell you what, if I was 16-year-old working in Starbucks, yes, I know I feel like I would be invigorated by receiving health care. Oh. But if some, if a woman is willing to shit on the floor right. and throw it at me, just let her use the bathroom. Well, in Starbucks, <laughs> she's allowed to use the bathroom now. You don't have to buy anything anymore. They're public restrooms surrounded by a coffee restaurant. <laughs> That's, That's all disgusting. Starbucks is now. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man. At least, get a, right. at least have to sniff a crawler or something before you could use the bathroom. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily want them sniffing around before they take it. Anyway, welcome <laughs> to the side stories, ladies and gentlemen. I am Ben Kissel, Henry Zabrowski. Yeah. And guess what? We have a special guest that we managed to pull into the fucking studio against his will. Oh, yeah. my God. It's Marcus. Get to be special guest, Marcus you Parks. You are special. Mark, I have to introduce. Why? You spoke before the introduction. You're special guest, Marcus Parks. Oh, my God. It's and, me. ladies and gentlemen, you might recognize him from last podcast on the left, <laughs> Abel against Top yeah. Hat, page seven. And uh, really, just uh, just influential. You're an influencer. Thank you. Thank you. Marcus Thank you. Parks is joining us. Hello. Do you, have you been asked to sell ads in your Instagram yet? No, I haven't even been verified on any of it yet. I'm not verified Disgusting. on Instagram either. I can't, they won't Disgusting. even verify me on Twitter. Really? Yeah. They stopped doing it because of the Nazis. Uh, uh, they stopped doing it because of it. But I got in there early because someone was uh, someone was impersonating me on Instagram for a while. I became verified, and he was using some colorful language <laughs> about people of certain sexual orientations. All right. <laughs> so that's why that had to stop. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so first of all, thank you, everyone for the response we've gotten here for side stories it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a little of a, a kind of a bit of an offshoot of last podcast on the left the proper show however unlike last podcast on the left i just want to really clarify there's no information in this show like this, <laughs> we are this, inf- this show is our gabby conversation so if you're coming for a deep dive of like a bunch of informative uh conversation just listen to the show proper this yeah. is just us hanging out as friends we're trying to be friends audibly <laughs> on on like we we're trying to record that essence yes. and a part of it it's like when we were doing because like last week i was doing q and on in the middle of it i was just like i can't do this anymore and a part of it, it's like <laughs> we just don't have enough we don't it's like we just this is just not the place to come for all of the grisly details right unless you right. want to know quite a bit about my bowel habits yes mm. which i can i can hit you with with quite with quite a bit it's like, but we just don't have the time because of the research weight yeah of last podcast yeah right. it's quite it's quite heavy, and the research and uh, writing time that goes into uh, the book that's going to be coming out next yes, year. Yes, can't wait. So this is just a hand. And I've been just put, I've been put, tagging, tagging. Yeah, yeah, that's my big thing now is that I really can't. I don't really have time to work as much anymore because I'm out there tagging. Oh, you're tagging buildings. What's your What's the name? What's your moniker? Spider Ham. <laughs> <laughs> Spider Ham's incredible. I love the spectacular yeah. Spider Ham. Oh yeah, you remember that? Yeah, was that a comic book? Yeah, Peter Porker, Spectacular yeah. Spider Ham. No kidding. Yeah. By the way, we all saw Deadpool too, yeah. and none of us mentioned it to each other, <laughs> but we all saw it on like the same weekend. The weekend yeah. it came out, very good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Ryan, it was fine. 
Oh, you are such a troll. You are such a troll. Ryan Reynolds is both Brooke and I celebrity cheat, so it was a little awkward. Uh, because he Weird. is the most charming well, and the funniest actor that we have working today. What I'll say about Deadpool 2 is that it's one of the rare movies where the lead person is actually the most entertaining part of the movie. Yes. Most of the time, that those people are are not. Except for, I would say, a Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. and uh, an Iron Man film, because he was very good back in the day. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, oh, he's funny, and he says a bit of a quip there. Yeah, uh, back and forth. Yeah, no, and he's not great. a billionaire who funds the war efforts. <laughs> hey, man, he's an inventor. Yeah, and they had like a bunch of like really cool mid '90s uh, X Force jokes. Like they got a little dig in on Rob Liefeld, who can't draw feet. That there was, was a couple of jokes in there that I knew were just way over my head, but I the, but I knew I was supposed to think they were funny because there would just be a nerd in the back being like, "Ha, yeah, I did that yeah. exact same thing." It was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're a character created by a guy who can't draw feet." And I went, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." That's how I felt about uh, Phantom Thread when I went to go see Phantom Thread. It was filled with a, it was a Brooklyn art house Ugh. theater, and it was a whole audience of people going, oh, isn't that, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I was like, this isn't funny. Is this supposed to be? And then they're all talking about on the interviews with Danny Day Lewis and Paul Thomas Anderson. And they're like, this is like a departure. We try to make this really funny. And I was like, what? This is funny. <laughs> it was it wasn't marketed like it was supposed to be funny. I don't know, man. I need to be told. I need to tell you got to toss Will Arnett in at yeah. least one of the commercials for me to know it's a comedy. I also, you know, I was watching uh, Roseanne, the sitcom. I like a laugh track. I've come full circle. Let me know. Just cue it up for me. I can't. I don't know what. It's funny anymore. Does the new Roseanne have a laugh track? There's a laugh track in there That's because good. she says some inflammatory things, but it's not as inflammatory because it's doused with the water of laughter. Oh, very nice. <laughs> yes. Oh. I do like that show. Her sister Jackie saves it because she always points out that Roseanne's a bigot. Oh, good. And then that's kind of the back and forth. That is great. Yep. And then th- That's great. That is great. They're all doing very well. Yeah. <laughs> Richer than ever. That's good. <laughs> Richer than ever than they'll ever be and they'll ever be ever again. Um, Marcus is joining us today. Yes. Partially due with the fact, I thought that would be fun to have a feature on Side Stories where Marcus gets to come and address the many things we are told <laughs> we are wrong about uh, in some of our episodes. And we would like to do a correction yes. with Marcus Park's segment. Okay, so this is going to be when Marcus is on. We do put him to work a little bit. As yeah. always, uh-huh. so <laughs> he's got to work. He can't yeah, not have be to work. Working, I have to work. You I have to work, but you love to work. You know, we we know that. Yeah, everyone uh, knows like, how much I love to work. Just <laughs> it doesn't drive you crazy. No, no, it's not wait, tearing at the like a, foundations of his personality and his relationship. Yeah, yeah he's fine. Like a large rock right on my chest. All right, well, we got a solid minute for this segment of corrections. <laughs> um, so, what are some of the corrections? You know, one of the corrections I actually I have to correct myself on this one, and I corrected you on something, Ben, and I was wrong. Hey, all right, I got to admit, right. Up top, George Harrison was briefly a Harry Krishna. Well, let's move this segment to five minutes long. I'm liking how it's starting. I knew he was a Harry Krishna. He was briefly a Harry Krishna. I got uh, the uh, Maharishi and Harry, Harry Krishna a little confused. So, yes, Ben, George Harrison was briefly a Harry Krishna. And you, my friend, will never be living that down. I wouldn't have known that I was right unless you told me I was correct. Well, but, honest. my friend, you are wrong. <laughs> Let it sink in. Yes. Uh, I've, yep. got some cor- I've got some things that you've said that were wrong. Well, not when because this isn't just uh, Marcus Parks corrections. This is everybody corrections. Okay. Well, oh, good, good, good. The the finger goes around. I know that the Bach. <laughs> we were confused about which Bach it was. That it was not. Let me tell you. So Barbara Bach 
Uh-huh. It's not Catherine Bach. Catherine Bach was from Daisy. It was Daisy Duke. And what he's talking about is on the Mark David Chapman episode, we talked about the playboy that Mark David Chapman read on the way uh, from Atlanta back to New York City. He read a playboy okay. with the John Lennon interview in it, and we said the wrong Bach. Uh, or we didn't say the wrong Bach. We identified the wrong the right Bach. One. Well, I said the right one. There's the a certain job. Bach that's on the cover, and the Bach that Henry thought it was was the Bach from uh, Dukes of Hazard. Okay. But it was a different Bach. And the amazing thing about this Bach is that the Bach that was on the cover of the Playboy that Mark David Chapman read. Sebastian Bach. <laughs> no, he's got, his tits are too flat. <laughs> ah. This Bach ended up later marrying your favorite Beatle, Ringo Starr. No kidding. Yeah, no kidding. Synchronicity. Wow. So there was a synchronicity right there. Ringo is, is the best. Always on time with both the drum and location. He was. He just never caused any waves. People have to just study Ringo. Do what I do. Attach yourself to talented people and just show up. And then <laughs> they just have to keep you on. And yeah, just because now you're boat. a permanent... Because he's a permanent fixture, yeah. and then what were you going to kiss off the podcast? And they're like, "Ugh, it's not going to be the same anymore." Right. But at the same time, yeah, he you you get but grandfathered in. I did do a. I googled my name on Reddit, or I didn't Google my name. That's how powerful Google is. Uh-huh. I wow. searched my name on Reddit, uh-huh. and overall, fairly good response. A couple yeah. of people being like, "Why is he there?" Oh, uh, but then the audience ah. is so nice, and they say he represents us, and I say I do represent you in the fact that I don't know what I'm talking about either. <laughs> so it's perfect. It's nice that we can admit that we're wrong. Sure. Because mm-hmm. because it shows that we're growing. And you know what it shows? I guess this is growing up. Now, who, who sings that one? Blink 182. Uh, mm-hmm. did, what was the sad song that Blink 182 had? Adam's song. Adam's song. He was about divorce. Oh, right? no, it's about suicide. Yes. Wait, which one was it? I think Adam's song was I think Adam's song was both about divorce and suicide. Okay, it's Blink kind of divorce is the suicide of love, so that makes a lot of sense. When you type in Blink 182 sad song. Uh Blink 182 divorce song is stay together for the kids. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the most here's your holiday. Yeah, oh, that my. one. That is the most like on point song about divorce ever. Stay together yeah. for the kids. Ben, their anger hurts my ears. Been running strong for seven years. Rather than fix the problems, they never solve them all. It makes no sense at all. I see them every day. We get along, so why can't they? If this is what he wants and this is what she wants, then why is there so much pain? I'm going to Google Blink-182 net worth real quick here because I have a feeling they're richer than God. I never thought I'd die alone. I laughed the loudest who'd have known. I traced the cord back to the wall. No wonder it was never plugged in at all. That's I took the, my that's, time. I hurried yep. up. The choice was mine. I didn't think enough. I'm too depressed to go on. You'll be sorry when I'm gone. Uh, each member of Blink-182 is worth $60 million. So mm. there you go. Mm. I never conquered when you came. 16. Just <laughs> held such better days. Days when I still felt alive. We couldn't wait to get outside. The world was wide. Too late to try. The tour was over. We'd survive. I couldn't wait till <sighs> I got home to pass the time in my room alone. That's hmm. so sad, isn't it? It's really sad. Just get back out there. Have fun with your friends. <laughs> All <laughs> right. The other album, corrections. Next correction, Ben. This is a correction for you. Doubt it. The Hemsworth brothers are Australian, not English. Oh, oh, ah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's different. It's a different country. I, uh. Adam's song took place on the album Enema of the State. I know. With the, what was the name of the porn star on there? I can't remember Janine. what her name was. Janine, yes. yes. Janine, was it Janine? Was it just Janine or was it, uh, 
Oh, no, I think is, she was a name? one-namer. Uh, I think she was a one-namer. Janine name. Evans? No, no, no. I don't no. remember That's that one. Janine Lindemeyer Mulder. Janine Linda was... Mulder, that was the one, oh, that my penis just remembered. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, yes, the Hemsworth brothers. That's right, Australian. I remember that now. Yes. They are handsome. Yes. I love very, him very as handsome. Thor. Mm-hmm. I can't believe there's two of them. Weird? <laughs> you know what? I every day I wake up and I thank God that there's two of them, so that yeah. there's enough. Yeah, I want there to be enough of them. Well, I mean, it's just they're twins, right? Are they twins? Uh, I don't think no, so. No, they're not twins. No, okay. I don't. Th- no, no, no. Well, we'll have a corrections on this episode next episode. <laughs> not twins. Uh, I uh, have another correction. This is for me. Uh, this is from our black metal episode. Huh? Uh, when pronouncing elvish words, the C is always hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we are children. Hard. Yeah. Okay. These are hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, and then remember, we learned last time is it's Frazier, bruh. I was about to get to all, all the right. Dennis Nilsson corrections because there are quite a few for the Dennis Nilsson episode. Well, just with mispronunciations well, and stuff oh, like that. Oh, just general. Just okay. a whole bunch of different things. All right. Uh, yes. Fraserberg is, as Henry said, pronounced Fraserberg. Ah, I like Fraserberg better. It makes me think of Fraser naturally, and it just feels Fra- like he's the mayor. Fraserberg. 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 I don't know. I, I think it's their tongue to do all that wavy stuff. Fr- Fraser, drowning boy. The story of a drowning boy. I don't like it. It's from licking the knees uh, <laughs> of an older man. Found out what a magic sponge is. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. It's is it is it what we said it was? Yeah, it's no. a sack of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, magic sponge, it's a facetious phrase used in the UK because you know how a lot of soccer players will fake injuries. Oh uh-huh, flopping around. Uh the magic sponge is that they come out with a sponge in a bucket of ice water and the reason why they call it a magic sponge is because they'll just kind of sponge whatever injury the person is faking uh, and that magically makes it all better. It is actually hilarious watching soccer and then it's like when you get injured in God of War where mm-hmm. you just like step on something green and you're immediately healed. Yeah. It's very like video game-esque because they're not really injured. Not injured at all. Good actors, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very yeah. good Italian actors. Yeah. They always pretend to cry and shit. Um, are you done with being haunted by Dennis Nilsson? Because after a while, like when I did, like Mark David Chapman got to me emotionally uh, from reading about it. Mm-hmm. And then Dennis Nilsson did the same thing. And a part of me has been thinking quite a bit about his office life. And what that must have been like of him just every day coming in, obviously reeking of corpses. Yep. And and no (laughs) one saying anything, just assuming it's just because he's got weird guy smell. Yeah, do you... That's a good point. Does corpse smell stay to you? I mean, it's yeah. it's got to be on his clothes and everything, right? Oh yeah, corpse smell definitely How the hell do you sticks deal with that? to you. I don't know. I guess a whole bunch of deodorant because no one ever talked about his office smell. The only thing they really talked about him in the office, his uh, office behavior, what he was known for. He was known for being very clever. Uh, people li- actually liked him, and he was uh, extremely liberal. He was super left wing, uh, and he would just harangue his 
coworkers constantly huh. about left wing politics and specifically would talk about Margaret Thatcher all the time, which makes him pretty like come. It was a whole common thing mm-hmm. in the 80s, like musicians saying about how much they hated Margaret right. Thatcher. You cannot read a comic book written by a uh, fucking British writer in the 80s without some story about how evil Margaret Thatcher is. Alan Moore. Alan Moore <laughs> woke up from a dead sleep. How many times? Going, Margaret Thatcher! Like, so mad. Oh, yeah. Alan Moore, Grant Morrison, you know, Gabe, all of them. Uh, yeah. But especially Alan Moore is just like, Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Margaret Thatcher. Well, man, I wish I, I could be better at the accents. Yeah. <laughs> There were there were maybe so I guess uh, so he wasn't as bad in the office as uh, as I assumed he would be. He was he's still a fucking jerk off. I'm yeah. certain yeah. on some level he's still like not the funnest guy, but he was like clever. He was very like punny and funny, but right. he would have like a hard time just interpersonally. Yeah, as really, you'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Creepy guy, creepy guy. Yeah, you you're right. It. I guess this is, this is going to come out before the next episode. This will come out before so, episode two. Just a little foreshadowing the plumbing is stuffed <laughs> oh my god that i can't get that out of my head the, you will listen to that and it's like jesus yeah it's craziness yeah yeah buddy it's fucking terrifying i don't like yeah. him he had one friend in the office one okay. one woman that he said he had warm feelings towards like and a lot of the women actually uh really liked him because he was like the gay guy in the office okay and uh, he was openly gay actually he showed up to the christmas party with twinkle oh. uh, yeah, yeah the boy that he lived with before the well, murders he was began. He was 18. He was 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm also, not going to put him that far above a boy, though. He had the mentality <laughs> no, not, of a 16 no, year old. Not that. We actually joke about this in the live show, which, by the way, we got a bunch of shows coming up. Hope to see you all in Clusterfest, at Clusterfest in San Francisco. Uh, cannot wait. Um, but it's like whenever whenever there's an adult scene, a porno, and it's like a teenager, it's really you only got two years. It's 18 <laughs> to 19 years. I don't like the term teenager. It's just an 18 year old or 19 year old uh-huh. because it's a 60% chance that it's not legal. <laughs> So, yes, 18 to 19. It's very difficult to yes. get in there. You just got to get in those ears. Um, but they're still children. Um, even 18, 19, they're still children. Um, and so when he, he takes it, to, he took him to the Christmas party. And then people then from then on be like, are you gay, Dennis? And then he'd go, hmm. And he would just smile. Like his <laughs> All right. He liked their response by just like, am I or am I not? <laughs> I like that. Answer a question with a question. That's a good way to get out. All right. Any other corrections? Many more. Oh. <laughs> it's the majority of our life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, in response to um, the uh, claim that we made about Dennis Nelson being the only serial killer with a dog, uh-huh. um, he was not the only serial killer with a dog. Okay. Ian Brady and Mira Hendley, or Myra Hendley, uh, had a dog named Puppet. Oh, all right. Yeah, that, but that's like the closest one because we covered the rest in the actual, sh- this episode, which we'll talk about is because we talked about how like, because John Wayne Gacy had a dog as a boy. I cut all that out. Oh, you cut all that out? Yeah, Why? Because, because it didn't work with the flow of the episode. It was like two minutes past. Yeah, but you just got covered. That's why I did that. That's why I did that. So <laughs> well, I wouldn't we can, find we myself can cover in these it scenarios. here on side stories. Yeah, we can cover here on side stories. Yeah, but that's the thing. Well, it's like, I did look it up. While we were doing it. <laughs> and I what? said all of this shit. I didn't know that he didn't get to you because I don't listen to all the episodes. <laughs> yeah, John Wayne Gacy had a dog as a child. Yeah. And I think everyone has a dog as a child, though. Yeah. No. 
That some people don't. Holden didn't because Holden because animals re- react adversely to him. Holden had a friend with reptiles, so that was like his version of having a dog. <laughs> yes, John Wayne Gacy had a dog as a child. I looked all this shit up. You so I wasn't wrong. You read a Wikipedia article. Yeah, which is where the other fucking idiots found the information, too. That's where everybody finds it. <laughs> but you still missed the only ones that had the dog as adults. It's Mira Henley they... and Ian Bruce. Mira Henley. <laughs> they were the uh, Moore's murders. Oh. Which we have to do. That's a thing. I'm not, I don't find myself responsible for any information that's outside of one of our episodes until we get to it. It's like, up until then, you can tell me I'm wrong, but once we get to that episode, then we could talk about it. Yeah, I have to talk about the Moore's murders. Yeah, well, that's a good we, we haven't covered those yet, huh? Yeah, we did. We did cover those. Yeah, Horrors of the UK. Ah, oh, yes. But it was a very, very small, very, very tiny uh, overview. Because okay. Remember that was when we were uh, we were doing that in anticipation of our UK tour, oh, uh, yeah. the first one that got canceled. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yes, not for lack of sales. I forget why that got canceled. It, I think it, it was, was because of lack of sales. It was yeah. because of it lack was, of sales. Oh, because, it was. Yeah, because they were putting us in uh, like venues that we can fill now. Uh, oh. But five years ago, uh, we were nowhere near the. Because uh, remember, five years That's ago, because right. uh, they rebooked us and we ended up playing in that abandoned bakery in Manchester, That's right. right next to Strange Ways. Yes, uh, that was more appropriate for us. That's right. We we performed right by the prison that held Bronson. That place was truly horrifying. That was I great. think that's my favorite venue I've ever performed in. Me too. Yeah. That Manchester venue was so fucking cool. It looked Oof. so evil. We had such a good night there, That too. was so fun. Uh, I want to go back. I want to go back to Manchester. Yeah. We'll have to. At some point, we'll, we'll do it in the not, not too distant future. Yeah, not too, yeah I think where we spend maybe... Like, less than 24 hours in Manchester. Yeah. We were just in and out, so we didn't really get to experience much of the actual, like, nightlife of it. But the venue was amazing. It was, what, how many people were there? Maybe, like, 100? Yeah, it was it, chill, yeah. man. If even that, it was- and it was... On a uh, slightly elevated stage in this like old bakery yep. that had uh, a World War II bomb shelter in it, uh, right. and a lot of people when they got there, they were like, "This is a dangerous neighborhood." Yeah, we, we were like, "Oh, okay, very nice, <laughs> like, very should, nice." Yeah. We shouldn't be here right now. Yeah, they were horrified. But just I by love sh- that kind of shit. By sheer ignorance, we got like street cred. Be like, "Yeah, we know, we're fine." Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah, I do is walk into the hardest neighborhoods of the world. That's what we did. <laughs> That was the one where we thought we were getting driven around for free, and then it turns out we owed the guy a lot of money. Yeah, and we end, did not know that yeah, until, until, until he looked at us like with puppy dog eyes, be like, "I'll have my money now." Yeah, he's, he's like, "Oh, we have to pay you." Okay, he's like, "Yes, you owe me eight hundred pounds for the last four <laughs> where days." Where is that boy? I don't know. He I'm was wonder- very nice. He what was, was his nice. name. Uh, oh, Chandler? Man. I don't Cre- remember. All Crevin? I know is we saved him from sleeping. All I know is we saved him from sleeping in the van. Do you remember they wanted him to sleep in the van? And we're like, he's got to have a bed. Yeah, he's got to a- drive us for like 10 hours. <laughs> so we had to get him a hotel. This was uh, when we were in the oh, UK. Man. We, we had, had no money. We had, we had nothing. Yeah. yeah, we had nothing. But uh, the people who booked us hired a driver for us to drive us from Glasgow to Manchester and then yes. down to London. They got us a driver that we had to hire. Yes, they got us. Yes, that we had to hire. 
Yes, yes but they, you didn't yes, know that with the time. Yeah, they just called a guy and said, show up. And I kept on getting hammered and giving him like 40 bucks because I was like, oh, this is a nice tip. I didn't realize we were like, oh, God. Anyway, he was a sweet yeah. kid. He was a super sweet guy. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he got us all the way there. And then at the end, we d- discovered we owed him pretty much all of the money we made on Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll call that one I breaking did. even. I'll always remember him as I was sitting up front. And you guys are asleep and he was just sitting there and he was just like, me and my girlfriend are going on a vacation this year. And I was like, oh, where are you guys going? She's like, we're going to Poland. We're going to see Auschwitz. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, that's a... Uh, so you guys going to have fun, huh? Yeah, that yeah. should be a... The thing about Auschwitz is it's they got those two dueling hot dog stands outside of it, which I think is completely inappropriate. I really do. I want to go there so bad. It would be fascinating. People need to eat. I just don't think that, but well, you can't have a commissary. Like no, I, I actually think a hot they dog. They actually sa- do though. They have like vending machines and stuff there. Really? Yes. Yeah. You gotta eat, man. You're out it, there all day. Yeah. And I, it's like I guess you're not. Supp- I guess it's not. I, I know just, it's like you know, the history of it is bad. I mean, it's you should not be necessarily. You shouldn't be like a like a big turkey leg like you can get at a <laughs> Ren Fair. But I mean, the que- but like, do you need a hot dog? Like, do you want a hot dog? Uh, like, that is... It's also my only impression. You want a hot dog? Right. Um, you, remember that, you remember that old catchphrase? Yeah. You want a hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no. The answer is no. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I get hungry in a lot of weird circumstances, and I wonder if it's just an emotional response. Honestly, that's a good point. As mm-hmm. soon as I'm stressed, immediately hungry. I eat a lot when I'm stressed as well. Next, oh, right. Next correction. And this isn't necessarily a correction. This is just a misconception that we had. Okay. The first minister of Scotland, Ruth Davison, is gay. And okay. the Irish prime minister is gay. And Ireland, Ireland legalized gay marriage. Yes, before we oh. did. Yeah. Very That's pr- right. Yeah, they say uh, that Ireland is post-Catholic these days. Well, and everyone's praising the Pope because he did tell a, a gay person that that's how God created him. Mm-hmm. And oh, people are wow. Really so, the Pope. whoa. I'm so happy the Pope said it. I know. <laughs> oh, yay. I will say, like, when you set the bar, like, 100% uh, bigoted, like, as soon as you just, like, slightly say something nice, you get a lot of praise. It's like, hey, you're a human. Wow. Wow. Whoa. I can't believe it. That's so great. I you can't believe it. human. When they, did they also, like, just apologize for their treatment of the Jews during the Holocaust? Like, didn't they just do that? I will say Pope Pope Francis is doing some uh, corrections of his own. Yeah. So yeah. That, uh, that's good. I, I that's think good. John Paul apologized for the not, whole Nazi thing. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah I, but when he did... I, I, I do yeah, think uh, Pope Benedict rescinded it, though. <laughs> because he was just like a muttering, like, bookmark of a person by the end, right? Like, didn't they just yeah. get him up, like, slide him into his suit, and he'd be like, like drool, drooling all over himself? And then, <laughs> Pope Mobile. Yep, yeah. he was really the big. I think he Pope Francis is doing pretty well, but I think Pope John Paul was the biggest that I remember. People loved him. Yeah, people. I well, so. he was around for so long. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. he Fucking, got shot, didn't he? He did. That's why he had the mobile. Yeah, the Pope mobile. Yeah, he's trying to quit. The new Pope is already saying it's time for him to quit. No, he's Francis is saying that like because Benedict years. already quit. Francis is going to quit too. Yeah, he said he's going to quit. Whatever happened to Pope for life? Yeah, nope. All right. Well, that's crazy. I guess maybe Benedict started a new trend. I suppose so. All right. Wish our Supreme Court justices would take note. I just don't really understand how you can just quit 
How can you just quit? I thought the whole point is that you stress your whole life, then it's like, oh, you know, I don't want to be Pope anymore. You uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Piece of sh- fucking piece of fuck. I don't yeah. care about any of these idiots. Hmm. I think I don't know if there's a law that says you have to be Pope until you die. No, Ben. I'm making it so. I hereby declare that it <laughs> should be a law that popes stay until they are doddering, shitting their pants, and they can't even get their ruby slippers on. Well, <laughs> all right. I think that was the way for quite a while. And our final correction okay. today. Uh-oh. Uh, highest body count. In the UK or just total? In UK, well, Harold Shipman. Oh, I responded this to myself. Nurse. I responded myself to this because Harold Shipman to me is a doctors who kill category. Right. Not like right. I know not it's like yes it was 215 but he did it like it was interpersonal and a lot of it was for money. And like yes he took some trophies and shit but for me for my money, Dennis Nilsson's <laughs> more of a capital S, capital K serial killer. Well, did and uh, yeah. Shipman did a lot more. It was like an industrial Sh- a move to kill people. Well, yeah, because Shipman Shipman never killed outside of the the hospice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he only yeah. But I'm not weird. I think you're splitting hairs here, though. I, I am know. splitting hairs. That's the whole point. That is literally what I'm doing. Yeah. That I'm saying that that is how I, I believe it. It's like, yes, technically he's a serial killer and he had a methodology, but I, I do, but I don't know if he had the same. I mean, obviously I would like to, I'll, we will research him and cover yeah. him at some point, but in terms of like uh, actual in-depth, like deep fantasy life and the way Dennis Wilson lived and the, and the right. ritualistic way that, that he murdered people, like it's just in terms of branding. I would put him in a, in a doctor's. I, I see where Henry's coming from as well because it, did did Shipman see himself as like a Kevorkian? Well, I think did well, he see himself as a angel of mercy? Uh, I mean, that's how most nurses and doctors who kill see themselves, okay. and I think it's still a fantasy. It's a just just a different kind of fantasy, and I sure. guarantee you, Char- Shipman was. I mean, he had a full bone every time he put that needle. You in. think so? Oh, yeah. We'll have to do a deep to. dive on him sometime soon. Oh yeah, I'd like to. I'd love to do Doctors Who Kill anyway, like that, that that whole thing. But I just think that you can break it down into different categories. I feel like that there's obviously ways to talk about the way people think about stuff. It's like the idea, the difference between a mass shooter, like like constant shooters, and you'd have somebody like uh, Berkowitz. Like there's a difference where it's like one, it's like a spurt. It's like it's like a thing. It's a one moment. It's about getting attention. Where Berkowitz was like living a whole. He had a methodology and you know, all like a philosophy in his inner life attached to what he was doing it is weird when they got uh, like Nilsson when they got the bodies in the home mm-hmm. that's that is a little bit different it than like a, a shipment where I guess he clocks out and he's no longer a serial killer or how did they even find that guy how did they figure out that he was killing everybody I think how it happened was they started noticing that as soon as Shipman saw a patient, uh, they ended up dead very, very soon I afterwards. See. So they went and they, uh, exa- I'm, I'm, I think I'm. Don't quote oh, me yeah, on this. this don't, don't, give again, me, this yeah, don't give me. Yeah, don't give. me a correction on this one if I'm wrong, uh, because it, when we do the episode, I will do it right. But I think they found out that some of his do- some of his patients were were dying mysteriously, and then they went and exhumed a bunch of his Ooh. other patients and found that they all had the same chemical. In their bodies, I, I see. think I think that's what it was, and that might have been. I know one doctor or nurse who killed got caught that way. I mm. think it was Shipman, but yeah, I'm not 100 sure. That would make yeah. sense. That would make sense. That make a lot of sense. I'm looking at his Wikipedia page right now, but it's like uh, you know, it's in the sense like diamorphine is what he was doing. It's all kind of bullshit. But I just feel like there's a a spiritual difference. 
between nope. the two. I, I so understand. Talk- so it's like the difference between, like, say, like a straight up like sexual serial killer, a uh, like a say a black widow and a doctor who kill. Like those are all three like kind of different sorts of things. Because I believe that the motives are a part of. I mean, like, why are crimes committed? Because it's a part of like going all the way back to like, why are we here? Why did he have 215 bodies? A lot of it had to do with Oof. money. Like, yes, he had, what, uh, he was he had getting money from the, from the people. What, he, he had him sign a bunch of documents or something? Yes, he was, like, working into getting their wills. He was taking oh, the money. He was taking I their see. stuff. He was doing stuff. So I think a lot of it was money motivated. I'm sure, obviously, he had psychosexual problems that were built into it, which is what happens when you kill 215 people. But I think that... It's same thing with Black Widows. Black Widows have a very concrete motive. The thing about serial killers, like when we talk about uh, Dennis Nilsson, is his motives are complex to the point where there is no direct motive. There is like the direct motive is a fantasy. So it's not like he doesn't get anything out of it. He just made his life worse by killing people. Yeah. The or fan- Shipman was using it in a way to make his life better. And that's what we talk about uh, on this week's Patreon episode. We have a great interview for anyone who has uh, given to our Patreon. Please give. Uh, we interviewed Trey and Barbara, the director and co-director of um, Evil Genius, the Netflix docuseries. And the whole thing is like, it's possible this one guy, what's his name, Rothstein? Bill Rothstein. It's possible this whole thing was just his fantasy that he wanted to come to life so that Marjorie would love him. I mean, there's so much crazy stuff out there. Who knows? Motivation yeah. is very difficult to prove. Very much so. All right. Well, there's and some I think, But I think it's important because you can't separate the two. I watched Red Dragon last night, and that's what they talk about quite a bit. It's about motivation. And Hannibal Lecter, ooh, he's scary. And he's so <laughs> hungry. Mm, yum yum not yeah. a good film <laughs> honestly you eat worse than Hannibal Lecter and he ate humans yeah wait till we go to fucking Rome buddy. I'm horrified you know in, in Italy they have a dish where it's just a sheep's head yeah. and then yeah, you buddy. just dig in but I can't do it man oh dude Iceland does it too Iceland is just a sheep's head they love the boiled sheep's head yeah, oh, yeah apparently the food me. in Iceland that uh, you know uh, our buddy Ragnar of course the food over there because he's a, a food guy over there now oh is he oh yeah okay, yeah yeah great. real big food guy over there now Iceland uh, has some of the most incredible like they have these destination restaurants that are people going all over the world some of their they have like two or three of the best restaurants in the world in I Iceland. know it's yeah, like totally, but it is all the type of stuff that Henry loves to eat. I'm like such a hypocrite. I understand. I should be able to look my food in the eye and eat its face. I just can't. I'm not a Miami uh, homeless person. Uh, <laughs> I can't just gnaw on people's faces. I can't gnaw on animals' faces. But I understand that's that I shouldn't eat meat then. Yeah, but you know, it's just hard to pick a cheekbone off uh, no, while Ro- you're staring in the eyes. Rome is about pasta. And organ meats. And I'm going to show you guys. It's going to be this place where we're going. Also, it's kind of like a northern Rome. One one restaurant I picked that we're going to go. Oh, man. We're going to get so much fucking feet meat, dude. I hope we survive. No, I've always kind of wanted to eat an eye. Yeah, buddy. You can. Can I do that? Yeah, of course. They pop. Yeah, that's why I want to eat it. You boil them and then they pop. Like they have like a thing where it's like a. I did this shooter once. It was bacon wrapped in sort of like a cylinder, like a thick cylinder filled with a tube of lamb's brains. And but the problem is that you really got to eat it all at once because if you bought it, which I made the mistake of, is I bit it in half. And the shot of brains hit me right in the back of the throat. <laughs> I don't like it. And that was rough. Because they really has to sit. Have you ever eaten eyes? No. no. Because um, my mom stopped doing, because it was this very Italian thing, and my mom never did it. She never did the goat head 
uh, bake that you Good. can do where you pop out the eyes. But it's supposed to be, I mean, obviously it's going to be a complex flavor. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. There's a documentary. I'm trying, It's about this guy, Richard Turner. He's the blind uh, magician. Mm-hmm. Delt, and he eats dude. an eye in it. Delt, Delt is fucking yeah, Delt's crazy, awesome. dude. He fucking, he's blind as shit. Yeah. He's blind as shit. He learns how to fucking, um, he deals all, he's doing all crazy. these up-close card tricks, completely blind. Also, became a black belt in some yes. form. I forgot what the form <laughs> of black belt right. shit. And a part of it is in order to get it. They have to beat you in. You have to fight 10 guys. And he's like, I don't get, they're like, hey, we know how hard you work. We're going to give you the belt. We know you're going blind. He's like, let me do this myself. (laughs) Yeah. And so they just beat the fuck out of him. He had to fight two guys with a broken arm. Yeah, it was pretty cool. The guy's great. He's a badass dude. And uh, yeah, you got to check it out. You have to check out Delt. He's all blind all the time. He's like Daredevil. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's see here. Anything else? Thank you for the corrections, Marcus. I would love to point out that I was correct about <laughs> George Harrison. Uh, indeed, he was a Hare Krishna. And the Hare Krishnas, you know, not the worst people. They no. come to Midtown or they go to uh, Union Square here in New York when it's nice. They don't want to be here when it's cold. And, you know, they're OK. A little annoying. They like to but, uh, you know. they dance in a circle. Yeah, if they yeah. do that. They're relatively yeah. peaceful, though. I think. I mean, we try our we try our absolute hardest to be correct uh, at all times. We do a lot yeah. of we do a lot of you know double check and fat check and things like that. But you know what? When you got a show coming out every week, it's hard. When you talk as much as we do, I think we actually do pretty good. Yeah, on all the shows here <laughs> on the Last Bad Gas Network. Yeah, I feel like we could be doing worse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So I guess yes, of course. Keep the corrections coming. They're going to come anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> they keep them coming, and so we're going to do this because a part of it's we're staying vigilant, we're staying strong. We're going to keep doing this. Maybe every once in a while, we're going to have Marcus in here to do this and give us a corrections roundabout. Yeah, whenever you're done, uh, you know, just uh, working extremely difficult is working extremely hard on the book. Man, I just I'm so looking next two weeks, man. Next two weeks is just I'm going to be an author for the next two weeks. You guys are going to be off in uh, in Italy doing your thing. I'm just going to be in my little office. Click click tacky tack tack tack. For some right reason, I just picture you corn cob pipe, no clothes, but cowboy boots, <laughs> uh, and you just kind of walk around with a lot of confidence. And uh, <laughs> I yeah. just. Sadly, see you be like, I'm not gonna hurt you, Caroline. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your fucking brains in. Yeah, don't do that. Don't go full Nicholson. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't think you have a door in your bath. No, you do have a door in your bathroom. It just doesn't lock. Actually, uh, we uh, discuss in our uh, apartment. We have one door. That's right. In the entire apartment, on my office. Uh, and we did not realize until the day we moved in, like, oh, this apartment doesn't have doors. Yes. yes. <laughs> Open yes. concept. Open concept. But at least you guys are nude a lot, and you don't have that many guests. Uh, we don't have that many friends left here in New York City. I know. All of you have abandoned us. Nah, okay. nah, nah, man. We're just fucking just spreading it around, dude. You guys got to fucking we'll be chilling out and hanging out more on, on either coast together. Yep, we're going to be all over this great state of ours. Country. <laughs> it's a country. It's a country. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to Side Stories. Hail yourselves. We appreciate it. Anything else? Uh, don't forget, we have uh, tickets on sale for our yes. San Diego Comic-Con show. You can go see, uh, go get ticket link for that at last podcast on the left. Come. I don't know. I want to dress yes. up. I want to be in the comic. You want to cosplay? I want to like. I don't. I'm not going to call it cosplay. I'm going to call what it, it being is. cool. I'm just going to call it like being a cool guy. <laughs> um, and I want to be like you know what or you'd, something. You know what Ooh. you'd make a pretty good Colossus uh, version of what Groot. 
you would be a pretty good but Groot. Groot is so thin. No. no, he's thick. He's thick. And then all I have to Young say is Groot. I am Groot. Young Groot is thin. Oh, man. Groot is so funny. Vin Diesel, speaking of money, 20 million bucks I think he got for that. It's great. But he did learn how to say I am Groot in like six, di- six different languages. It's nice. Um, and did you see that one kid? Uh, he had to write a story from the perspective of a superhero, and then he said, I am Groot. And then the whole thing was just, I am Groot. Oh, my God. And he had to get an A, because he did it right. <laughs> yeah, it is very smart. Yeah, that is very, very funny. Very smart. That is very funny. I always like kids that like find a way to cheat, but it's also allowed. And I love the new Avengers movie. It was great. I didn't see it yet. So lo- it doesn't matter to me. I know yeah, it You know, I'm a big comic book guy. Love yep. my, yeah, I love my Marvel it. movies. Spider-Man Homecoming, best comic book movie ever made. You think so? I think so. Spider-Man? Whoa. Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, I wouldn't say oh. best comic book movie, best Marvel movie ever made. Really? Easily. Spider-Man Homecoming. Deadpool was no better. Way. No, I don't like Spider-Man. Deadpool's kind of outside. Like, that's the Fox uh, or the Sony universe out of the Dark Marvel Knight. series. Oh, no. I mean, Marvel comic book movie, not all comic book movies. Just Marvel. What else is a Marvel one? I like like Iron Man, Avengers. Did you watch the new Spider-Man? I did. I I like. No, it was very good. It was very good. I don't like things about boys. (laughs) I just don't (laughs) like. I don't like like stuff about young boys. I like stuff that's about grizzled big men. Well, you can like Wolverine. Well, Wolverine's kind of different. Wolverine's Logan's over there. the best. Well, that's the best one. Yeah, but that's over in like the Sony universe. Those are What's the X Men movies. I don't know what the difference is. All these universes. Yeah, Yo, there's like there's the Marvel was, Studios universe, okay. and there's like the Sony universe. Like, and those I think it's Sony or Fox. I think it's Fox. That's where all the X Men movies are. That's where like Deadpool and Logan okay. and all the X Men uh, first class movies. That's where those. But live. they're all Marvel though. They are Marvel. Well, they right? all come from Marvel comics, but they're in two different universes. My you make brain. my head hurt. Oh, yeah, you make my is... brain hurt. I like Black Panther. Black, Black Panther, Panther was, was great. Good. Yeah, yeah, Black Panther was great. Yeah. If you, re- I mean, I could really like. If you guys want me to like break down some actual like comic book continuity, I could really make your head hurt. Yeah, <sighs> I, I don't know, man. We <sighs> no, just tell I mean, me what you want to know, and I'll come back next time and tell next you. Next time, all, about it. all right. We're I mean, focus. I don't know what I want to know. You have to tell me what I want to. Yeah, know. I don't <laughs> even know what I don't know what I don't know. So that is true. Well, I mean, that depends on if you want to know Marvel or DC lore. Or DC lore, if you want to know about like pre-crisis, post-crisis, pre-crisis, crisis, or crisis, 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 or zero hour, any of that type well, of stuff. What's the problem? The What's continuity the- kind of keeps uh, restarting each time. Oh, I mm-hmm. see. To all the stuff like that happened the before Knight. didn't happen. <laughs> That's what I like. I like the Dark Knight. That was my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Crisis on Infinite Earths, Infinite Crisis, Final Crisis. Wow. Yeah. A lot of crises. A lot of, a lot of crises. A lot Infinite of crisis. Infinite Crisis was the best one by far. Well, Unbreakable. <laughs> that was not, I don't think that that was very good. I'm excited for it coming back. I'm excited oh, for is the it, Split sequel. It's coming back? Yeah, I mean, because at the end of Split, you realize that it all tied into Unbreakable, and then yeah, they're coming back. With did it. Split do well enough to get... I think he wanted to like push the studio's hands, but I don't think that Split did very well. Split did very well. Did it? Hmm. Yeah, yeah I and I like Split. Split. You didn't I had a good see time it? With it. I, you liked it? Yeah, I liked it. I had a good time with it. I thought it's it was very okay. silly. It's very It's campy. silly. Yeah, it's silly. I just felt like it's one of those where I just didn't believe that the guy was that scary. Just like kick the like kick him, hit him. What was that horror yeah. movie with the grandparents that felt kind of like an M Night Shyamalan Dude, movie? That was a, what was that one? 
It was The Visit, and the, it was an M. Night Shyamalan movie. It was. That was a great yes. movie. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I actually, actually, I assumed that it wasn't him because it was good. He came back with it. Yeah. Well, M. Night Shyamalan, the whole thing was, you, he, his whole thing was surprise endings, and now with social media, it's almost impossible to keep anything under wraps. Yeah. So yeah. his endings are like constantly getting spoiled, and then it's like, oh, I get it. Okay, he, he was dead the whole time. Got it. He actually still fucked up the ending with uh, the uh, credit sequence and. uh the visit how uh because it's, it's the credit so you can well i don't want to get into it you know oh, because there's dude, a lot of people two years old yeah but you know what i know uh-uh i'm what? not gonna do that i'm not gonna be you i'm not gonna be Whoa. you wow spoils everything Whoa. it's two years old two years Check is it out that long a time there's two so many movies the- out Two I've, years is you know, a long I'm gonna, time. I'm going to ruin the movie there for you. There are some movies made in the 70s that I haven't seen. Or the 80s yeah, or but the then 90s. You can't blame the person who tells you the end of like Easy Rider. I think. Or Usual Suspects. Watch the movie or it gets spoiled for you. Well, and if you haven't seen The Visit, that is your fault. I'm not going to no, spoil not. it. You know, a lot of people don't have time that you have been. Actually, Whoa. people have a lot more time than I have. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. I tell you what, you know who didn't have a lot of time was that woman who shat at the Starbucks. <laughs> I'm thinking about her quite a bit. Oh, man. This is a full right. on Duke she dropped like it was yeah. an egg. And like so fast. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I like what how she, she needed it. She pulled the napkins, knowing what her end game was going to be. Yeah, she pulled the napkins, shat, <laughs> threw the shit, which yeah. is whoa, good move, and then wiped herself. She didn't ruin her pants. Yeah, That's she nice. did. And then, oh man, yeah, she. Yeah. I mean. You just got to trust people. Rush oh, no, it's a Tim though. Hortons, by the way. It was oh, Tim it was Hortons a Tim. That's what I thought. Yeah. T- if they say they got to go, just trust them. So was it in Canada? Because I know we still have a couple of Tim Hortons here in America. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. go to one. I don't go to Tim Hortons outside of Canada because yeah. I don't give to other countries instead of the giving back home. I give to home. I, I give don't. to America. That's, that's very, very patriotic, Henry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, buddy. You know, surprisingly, I kind of miss Canada. I like, hey man, you know, Canada's a great place. People were very sweet. Our fans were very sweet. There, there were some snooty bartenders that I that I was confronted by for no reason. But mm-hmm. there are some snooty people here and there. But yeah, I do miss they it did a little. Good. Well, I'm sure we'll end up going back. I'm at some yeah. point. I'm yeah. certain that we will go back. We I want to go back. I want to spend time in Calgary. Calgary was we did not spend I would have no. rather spend time in Calgary than Toronto I think and I want to like I want to hang out you with are, the Hart family there are people in Calgary punching themselves in the face just hearing that because there's like nothing in Calgary <laughs> yeah everyone's just like you want to come to fucking Calgary and I get it because we went it's so relaxing it's fun I yeah. like the vibe remember that sure. uh, the uh, the hip hop show that we saw in Calgary yes that great. was great they, it was, they, were, they were definitely Calgary and it was definitely hip hop and it was yeah they were good it was it was so much fun, yeah. It, it was it was really it reminded me of the Midwest. It reminded it's very Midwest. It definitely reminded me. Uh, it reminded me of Texas. Yeah, you know why? Because yeah. it's like that whole area. Like the there's a lot more in common vertically in this country than uh, in this continent than we like to think. <laughs> You know, Absolutely. and that's what this is. That's what people say when you go to another country and you say that you're from America. You're not. You're from the United States of America because North America, it's its own content and each part of it has its own personality. I just, I can't wait for you. Do you you're going to be a great father. You know, yeah. that's it. Yep. Um, to all my right, five everyone. dogs. Well, thank you so much for listening and check out that Patreon interview we did with the evil genius folks. My God, it's, it's uh, interesting stuff. Hail yourselves, everyone. Thank you for coming on, Marcus. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is really fun. Yeah, it's easy. It is very easy. Hail Satan.
Magustalations, do you want to say a Hail Geen? Hail Geen. All right. Live. Love. Oh, no. Triple. Get it in there.